Amid ongoing scrutiny of horse racing, the worst fear for Del Mar's trainers happened this morning. Two horses died. It was a training accident, officials said, occurring just hours after the track opened for its next season. One horse, named Charger Bunch, began running the wrong way and collided with another horse, Carson Valley. Both died on impact. Carson Valley's jockey was also injured. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Bryce Miller, you're a sports columnist for the Union Tribune, and you covered what happened at Del Mar, this freak accident. Why don't you explain, how did these two horses die? Well, during workouts this morning, yesterday was the uh, was the annual opening day for Del Mar, and this morning is supposed to be a much more quiet day. I mean, you don't have the crowds and all those sort of things, and it's and in theory it's back to horse racing, and what that meant this morning is early, uh, before 7 o'clock, horses were on the track doing workouts, um, and a few <clears throat> that were involved in workouts today came across a, a horse that had unseated its rider. Uh-huh around and began uh, running at high speed against traffic back towards these horses that were coming the other direction, and two of them collided, and um, based on everybody's account of it, including Dr. Rick Arthur, who works for the California Horse Racing Board, the collision was violent enough that two horses died essentially on impact. They were dead on the track. And I guess, you know, being such large animals, it is kind of like a car crash in a way, right? Yeah, and it was described... uh, by a couple of people that were here this morning in that way. I talked to one of the jockeys who was on a horse very near the accident. He he rode just past it as it happened. Joe Talamo called it a car crash, exactly that. And uh, John Lindo, a, a handicapper and a horse owner from Carlsbad, actually does some handicapping and picks for the Union Tribune, was about 100 yards away with his back turned, and he could hear it very clearly. And uh, some people even in the barn area uh, were able to hear it. Uh, Dr. Arthur, who I mentioned earlier, explained that you know when you have two animals over a thousand pounds colliding at high speed, um, uh, the unfortunate comparison to a car crash seems apt in terms of the way those who were around described it. And can you kind of give us a sense of how common these kind of accidents are? Not common at all. Incredibly rare. Um, you know, I know. Joe Harper, the CEO at Del Mar, told me in an interview this morning and then mentioned in a news conference this afternoon at Del Mar that in his 40 to 50 years working at tracks, he may have only been around this happening three or four times. I mean, it was in his lifetime, it's not even a once a decade kind of thing, how rare it is uh, for it to happen. Bob Baffert, who his horse, Carson Valley, was the one uh, that was the other horse ran into Carson Valley, uh, killing it. He said, and you know, he's only really seen it once in his career about 15 years ago. So you're talking about some names in the sport who go back a very long ways, and to have a loose horse uh, create this kind of devastation with another horse is uh, is not something you see often at all, but really very rarely. And this comes at a time with uh, increased scrutiny on horse racing, particularly with the deaths of horses at Santa Anita. So what's the mood like at Del Mar to try to distance themselves from what's happening elsewhere? I think that Del Mar, they're very pragmatic and realistic of what they're up against in terms of perceptions. Um, Based on what happened at Santa Anita and and higher level of scrutiny over the sport as a whole, uh, Del Mar uh, had a very bad meet in... um, 
2016, and they made, without being mandated, they made a lot of changes that, that ranged into the multi-million dollar investment level to try to make their own tracks safer, and it really worked. Um, as of last year, the, the last full meet, they were the safest big track in America in terms of uh, percentage of fatalities. So Del Mar um, has addressed these kind of things before, had good results related to it. But they also, the pragmatic part is they also know that some people will only hear that two horses died at a racetrack today and not really make the distinction between an accident and something that could be race-related or training-related, meaning the things that are being discussed and argued right now, like uh, the track surfaces did not contribute to this accident, uh-huh. medications did not contribute to this accident, all those things that are being discussed at a broader level about the sport did not uh, are not a part of what caused this accident but at the same time they do know that that's the narrative for a lot of people and they know in a you know a public awareness way they today they were trying to get in front of it and explain that as much as they could and specifically what are some of the things that Del Mar has done to try to make its track safer well back going back to the 2016 meet where they had uh, one of their worst meets ever um, a couple of things off the top of my head some more general but specifically there's a very small, there used to be a very small gap between the San Diego County Fair and the beginning of Del Mar's summer meet, and they took away and eliminated a week's worth of racing, and what that allowed them to do back then, it gave them a, an entire extra week to, to really work on the track surface and make sure everything uh, related to racing was, was double-checked, triple-checked, and in great shape. At the time, Joe Harper, the CEO, told me that move alone cost them a million dollars in lost revenue. Um, they also made track improvements to the tune of about $1.5 million. They added um, vet, both numbers of veterinarians and the levels of veterinary checks. They have um, regulated workouts in the morning to, to keep fast horses away from slower working horses to try to limit traffic. They've limited barn stall access to try to... Uh, make a more manageable number in terms of the horse population working at any given time. All those things happened before we got to Santa Anita and before we got to this season. Uh, and they're still working on some other changes as the rest of the industry is, but Del Mar has kind of been ahead of the curve in terms of trying to be creative about safety protocols. And also yesterday, what was the mood like? Uh, you kind of uh, described it as a big exhalation in a sense. Yeah, they, and that's the thing. Delmar got out of yesterday's opening day when, you know, all eyes are on Delmar in terms of, you know, it's 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 in one way an annual celebration with the hats and and um, the dresses and the suits and everything that it's a C and B scene kind of a thing. Day two at Delmar is very different. Um, not not any kind of crowd size at all. They so they the reason they exhaled is they made it through that that most prominent day on their schedule without any horse injuries or deaths and um, they only got to excel for about 12 hours because at the end of those 12 hours they had this collision on the track this morning. Mm -hmm. So after this accident, the deaths of these two horses, what are the next steps? Is there an investigation or is it just kind of business as usual after this point? Yeah, Dr. Rick Arthur with the California Horse Racing Board in the press conference said they did a uh, preliminary clinical exam, and it looked like both horses suffered cervical uh, fractures and looks to be the main cause. And now they will go, as, as is protocol with the, with the state agency, 
they'll have ne necropsies, uh, checking the horses in, in much more detail to try to see if there were other factors involved. I did ask him directly if there were any in the press conference, if there were, if he noticed even in the preliminary exam any mitigating factors that might have contributed to the deaths other than the violence of the collision. Um, he said he, he didn't know of any. Um, so there are still some medical answers that can come, but it certainly seems to be a matter of two horses colliding, you know, thousand-pound horses colliding at high speed on a track, and uh, and that was the unfortunate outcome. Mm -hmm. And after this ongoing scrutiny, how at risk do you feel horse racing truly is? I think they're at a lot of risk, and I think horse racing will tell you it's at risk, and anybody in the sport who says it isn't, they kind of have their head in the sand. Del Mar, especially Joe Harper, very transparent about what's at stake here. They know they, they're not rowing this boat alone. Um, Santa Anita's problems become Del Mar's problems. Del Mar's problems become Los Alamitos' problems. Um, there's a shared perception about the industry. And, and now in California, when you have Governor Newsom um, calling for a range of uh, measures to address it, when you have uh, U.S. senators involved, and you go down the list, a national news agencies that are paying attention and writing and, and airing stories about horse safety in California, they are treading lightly. They are, they are trying to um, address as many safety-related issues as possible. Uh, and I think the smartest portions of those in California racing are the ones who realize you can't just allow yourself to be comfortable with the way things were. Um, if they don't move forward, uh, somebody is going to take this sport away from not just the state, but the dominoes begin to fall across the country after that fact. This is one of the core centers, uh, regions in the country, along with Kentucky, along with New York, along with Florida, that really anchor the sport. And uh, nobody in those areas wants to see California racing fail, but they've got to. They've got to be frank, they've got to be honest with themselves, and they've got to address things. And uh, a lot of that's happened, but I know most of them involved feel like there's more to do. In a way, it's kind of like uh, how Blackfish uh, had an impact on SeaWorld, but it seems like it's more dragged out rather than just one documentary. Yeah, you know, a few years ago I did a big uh, multi-page uh, kind of examination of Del Mar in, in the Union Tribune. I remember Joe Harper, the CEO, telling me, your comparison about Blackfish and SeaWorld, he said, you know, <clears throat> out here all we have is orcas. And I thought it was a pretty telling quote. What he means is there are other marine animals at SeaWorld, but if, if you know, when SeaWorld, if they lose orcas, they've got other things that they can do at SeaWorld. If they lose horses here, that those are the only orcas they have. His point being um, their footing may even feel more fragile uh, than others in that sense. Bryce Miller. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks, Daniel. In other news, prior to today's events, the Union Tribune conducted a poll on horse racing in light of the deaths at Santa Anita. 60% of respondents said they wanted Congress to pass a law better regulating horse racing, and 40% called for an outright ban. Still, relatively few San Diego County residents go to the races at Del Mar, with 3% saying they go regularly and 38% occasionally. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. You can also listen to The Conversation, our Ideas and Opinions podcast. Abby Hamblin interviews newsmakers and experts about stories and issues in the news in San Diego. Look for it on your podcast app or go to uniontrib.com slash theconversation.
Until next time.